Welcome back to episode 292 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my man Grizz. We're continuing on with Japanese Horror Month. Let's hit that intro. difference in like the uh i guess like the intros for each movie what a fucking difference jesus christ but you it's know a what? different tone man and it's, it's definitely fitting for each movie that's for sure exactly exactly it's uh two sides of the same coin that's for sure um a movie that i didn't know a garden without birds i've never heard of it before until you recommended that we do it um biotherapy is uh, was your recommendation of the week yeah and, this uh, is one of my favorites i think both man. of these are huge yeah, we, payoffs man huge. yeah we we have a great episode this week jane doe what's up back in snowy pa all my snow is gone uh down where i am but grizz i am so pumped to do these two movies because i was shocked on the movie that you recommended i was pumped to show you the one that i wanted to do and yeah, yeah. we have a ton of shit to cover this week so i feel like we should just like get right into it right this is uh it's a busy one but yeah. uh it, it's jam-packed with action dude and i just want to say that the gore that we have in store today is a fucking plus i mean not i mean i mean these are this is like two completely opposite fucking movies in every way except they both have this one amazing thing in common and it is japanese special effects that i have just become so enthralled with dude it's they are fucking amazing at everything that they do when it comes to like their their like understanding of anatomy and gore and it's how they put things together. Just it's over the top. It's incredible, dude. Over the top. Incredible. And they don't hold back. They really do not oh, give God. a fuck. Uh, actually, no though, be before we get into uh, our two movies this week or short films as as they really are, uh, I just want to shout out uh, EK from the Laser Graves uh, podcast. I don't know why I had a hard time getting that out, but he just released uh, a new album. His his project, I guess you could call it, is Blood Relations, and the album is Ritual. I mastered this. It is awesome, quite different than the last one that he put out, but something that I really enjoyed that he did was 
he used the gold cassette Ooh, the gold. which That's is nice. yeah gold which is fucking down. awesome uh he does also have vinyl if you uh go to his Bandcamp page bloodrelations.bandcamp.com you can buy all this stuff please support him man it's the amount of stuff that he does for his music projects is astounding it's just him. I don't think I've ever been in a full band that put as much effort in as he does. Uh, dude, the music video they just he just put out too was like trippy as fuck, dude. super cool. He's like a real artist. You know what I'm saying? Like that dude, like dude, he's he's a fucking artist for I, sure. I couldn't believe it when he's like, "Yeah, I live right down the block from that." It's like, really? Oh. And then I'm thinking well, about it. And I'm like, into, like, he's like super into fucking like post-apocalyptic movies and i'm and like, oh, like right totally in that area makes but, sense you live it baby yeah but then i i also like think to myself like as i look up my street to a completely wooded area that i see like all sorts of fucking like deer <laughs> and i think i saw a bobcat not too long ago oh, there uh go. i was like oh yeah i guess that's just the uh the other biome of our country you know the southwest yeah, fucking crazy shit i want to live there one day watch hunting soon dude me and you out there pa wilderness hunting big you never know i mean i think it's only i think it's like that's true patreon you know footage i go think out that there people with the would, video would, camera would to see we'll go me dude, and you in the fucking wilderness dude what we got to do man we'll bring the, the satellite phone right put it in the backpack <laughs> leave everything else in the car baby nothing just uh, Blair Witch style that shit. Fuck yeah, dude. No compass, <laughs> no map, no nothing. There's tons of huge state parks out here to get lost dude. in. Let's you do it, dude. Oh, Bushwhacking dude. for the squatch. A sitcom. Dude, they're gonna that's gonna be a sitcom, all right, when they're fucking looking for us. That's gonna be <laughs> yeah, just unsolved <laughs> mysteries. It's gonna be us. Um, okay. Uh, so uh contrary to our intro, we're gonna flip that and we're gonna cover biotherapy from 1986 first. Uh, Brendan Timmons, what's up? He said he just watched Biotherapy a few weeks ago by coincidence. The eye gouge is nuts. Yeah, we will get into that. Alan Cantation, what's up, my dude? Uh, Naked and Afraid, Bad Taste Video Edition. I don't think anybody wants to see that shit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they're just going to find you and I. Like, you and I will be in the exact same place that they left us, just like petrified dead. It's like, yeah, yeah, we we didn't know what to do, so we thought we'd conserve our energy until somebody found us. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but biotherapy, a sci-fi horror splatter film from Japan. Um, Obviously, not in English. There are subtitles if you watch it on YouTube. I have a original VHS of this, which obviously there's no subtitles. It is in Japanese. It is a Japanese film, but. Man, I love the artwork. I love the monster in this. I love everything about this movie. It's insanely brutal. It's insanely mean-spirited, too. Um, It is putting a Godzilla-like message out there, which is fucking hilarious, but done in like a way if you smoked fucking crack and went to film school. So that was like a big part of this for me. It was like as soon as I started watching this, I mean, as a child who grew up, loving uh you know the 70s and 80s godzilla movies that was like those were everything fucking yeah. wrestling fucking tapes and godzilla tapes from my yeah, first dude. rentals at the fucking stores whenever i went man playing on basic cable uh, sunday afternoon they're playing yeah, all the godzilla yeah, movies yeah. yeah and when i watched this like all of the stuff that's not centered around crazy fucking gore feels like it's lifted right out of godzilla movies 
Yeah, like, like the interactions it, it just, between people, the scientists running back and forth for this like nonsensical reason too. Like it, it just it's so specific to like those movies that I'm familiar with. And it's also really like that time period, 1986. Like this is still yeah. considered like the mid 80s. Um, obviously in Japan, they didn't give a fuck. These were going straight to video. So they're just putting anything out there. And they really did hit a home run when it comes to gore and splatter and creative kills. That's like another one in this. Uh, we see something yeah. in this movie that I've never seen before. And it is insanely painful looking. And uh, actually, there's a couple things like that in this movie where it just looks insanely painful. So unlike our, our second film that we're going to cover, uh, this one, I truly don't understand why this couldn't have been a, a full length, even an hour. You know, why couldn't mm -hmm. have this been 60 minutes? It's strong enough. Um, the story is, is, you know, is thought out, you know, I think well enough to, to build off of to yeah, create a, a solid film. story. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they put a, a good amount of money into doing this, this, you know, effects and stuff like that. So I'm just confused as to, like, why stop at, like, the 36 or 37 minute point? Uh, because you really had something here with biotherapy. I think this could have been an, an epic full length, man. Yeah. Honestly, maybe we'll get a remake one day. Maybe somebody Ooh. over in Japan will be like, yo, you know what movie I really liked growing up? Biotherapy. I'm going to remake yeah. that. That would be absolutely fun. That. Yeah, that would be yeah. fucking great. Even though. The practical uh, effects in this movie are absolutely insane. Um, they do a great job with pretty much everything. But let's get into this. Um, biotherapy is basically about a group of scientists that are attacked by this masked man. I'm going to put my, my quotes up. Shadow man. figure. <laughs> yeah, who's brutally killing these people looking for something called the GT medicine, which is an experimental chemical that they eventually use to clean up basically the earth um it accelerates growth of animals and stuff in the current state which is not a good thing they explain that it could take over the world basically it could destroy yeah. uh ecosystems or whatever um it's really a cool story throughout the movie we get this hooded figure that keeps fucking just bursting into places and like brutally fucking killing people like in the worst way like unnecessarily well, brutal he is, but he's he, he to be fair to to shadowy fucking mask man. He first asked them very very you know normally give me the fucking GT medicine. Please give me GT them a, medicine. He, he, he even says please. I mean he's a very polite fucking yeah. young man. So I don't want to just you know discourage him too much. He uh, ultimately does brutally fucking hack these people to death in the best <laughs> way possible. But that was their own choice, in my opinion. They, they could have given this motherfucker the GT medicine. So here's a question. I have seen this movie multiple times. Uh, the first clip that we're going to show you is something that happens right in the beginning. And it's one of the scientists getting his fucking eye gouged out. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to like set the tone for what we're going to be watching for the rest of the night here. Uh, but is this the fucking scientist that we see like 10 minutes later in the room with everybody? I mean, <laughs> cause he just disappears. I, 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 I thought that too, but we could be very wrong about that. I, <laughs> I literally brought up two pictures next to each other and I'm looking and they have the same, <laughs> the same gray side hair. And I really think it's fucking the same guy. I really uh, do. Because that other one like disappears. Like you don't hear from him. They just find the body and it's, his body yeah. you know like 
why the fuck would it be sitting in that lab for days you know what i'm saying like you, uh, makes... do you think that's just like they needed the, an actor still or do you think that's part of the fucking story no 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 all right so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna add this little tidbit in here that there is time traveling involved in this fucking movie which is awesome <laughs> but the means of time travel actually i guess is theoretically correct right like like what light traveling yeah traveling like faster than light like being able to like go back in time and everything like theoretically i guess that works but for sure but this fucking first dude that gets accosted by our masked man gets fulci level unnecessarily roughed up (laughs) right and uh it's kind of weird because he's knocked out and i guess he wakes up halfway uh halfway through this terrible ordeal <laughs> so, uh, yeah he's laying leaning next to the fucking uh this like counter or whatever this uh, cabinet yeah. and the dude pressure to probably yeah. wake up from this this, this black gloved guy just starts pushing his thumb into the dude's eyeball <laughs> pulling it out it's completely out of the socket and there is also like the nerve uh, the optical nerve going with it just fucking brutal and he leaves it on the table and that's where we get our opening uh our credits our what a great opening scene what a title like, card. If you want to pull me in that's that's the way to do it for sure yeah so something i want to say is that before this actually happens we see another scientist and he's driving and he sees this flash of light and he like gets out of his car and he looks up and there's all these shooting stars and shit and it seems like the movie is almost going to be slightly like whimsical in a way. The music that's playing and like you see the shooting stars <laughs> and shit. And uh, that's definitely not the case. They definitely uh, kick that thought right out of your fucking skull. Um, but well, what do you think about starting a movie like this, man? Is this how you set the tone for a splatter flick? <laughs> I mean, honestly because this this like does kind of open the movie but right before this is kind of like uh you get a shooting star scene where i thought okay here's a shooting star night sky scene i'm gonna get the fucking title card you know that's what i was expecting the first time i watched it and then like it goes to the doctor in the car yeah, talking the- about the fucking the star so then it cuts to this wild fucking scene where i'm just like holy fuck this is not the movie that i was expecting based yeah. off of like that first minute that i saw so it really gets you. It really it catches you like by surprise. Yeah, we're like, okay, this is probably gonna be a slow burn. You're like, holy fuck, this is not a slow burn at all. This is an all like, all in. Here we go. You know, gore at the very beginning of the movie always. You know, sets a good tone, man. So one thing I want to also add too is that this laboratory that everything takes place in looks like it takes place in the Power Rangers headquarters. Right, like that building, Jesus. Um, a cool thing is that the GT medicine reacts to the shooting stars too. So that shows like, does it like change colors or some yeah, shit, right? It says, Ooh, yeah. interesting. It reacts to the meteor. It's <laughs> a good interpretation. Um, yeah, so this dude is uh having a really bad day. He's not getting up from this one. And it progresses throughout this story of the scientists being attacked by this creature um we do get eventually more a a more in-depth story after this but the next scientist has a very interesting death that i've never seen before in a movie and there's something very specific about this uh kill sequence too that 
I want to point out after we watch it. I want to see if you feel the same way, okay? So this guy breaks into the lab and he asks this woman scientist, where is the GT medicine? She says, I don't know. And she's right. She she does not know. And that's, that is her. not good enough for him. <laughs> so what's he do? He takes these giant fucking test tubes, breaks the bottoms off, and just plunges them into her torso. So he's got two of them in her right now. And you see blood like pumping out like as a heart would beat. Like, blah, blah, blah. There is tons of blood shooting out. Now notice the back is all black. You're no longer in the lab. It's all black in the background. There is something about that that makes it more unsettling to me. They do it in darkness when uh, the first kill where he bites the girl at the Camaro, it's all black yeah. in the back. And all you see is her getting bit with like him back there and the blood and everything. I feel it like pops it pops off of that like black background so much it, it, it like focuses a focus or like it forces a focus point on that scene where you're like holy shit like this seems so much more intense now because of like you know how dramatic it looks with that background yeah and um, brendan timmons brought up a good point about the first kill with the guy getting his eye pu uh, pulled out he said it looks so crazy you'd think the head is fake and then he screams it's like yeah they do a really good job with that shit in this movie. Uh, we're going to see another good one in a little bit that is equally as impressive. Um, but, you know, not only does this guy brutally stick these test tubes in her torso, not good enough, man. This guy is a full-on fucking maniac. He decides he's also going to rip her tongue out. And it just... Ugh. This movie's just full of shit that makes you cringe. Right. So she's, she's laying there and he's got his hand in her mouth and just yanks out her tongue in slow motion, of course. And oh, close up on it. I, I just I, I just think they'd like make this such a mean-spirited movie for whatever reason, and it works because it's not like a serious subject. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a sci-fi oh, yeah. horror thing. You think that this is like an alien or a person or whatever. Actually, you think it's a person at this point. Um, but it is just on like the next level of something like you got Night Beast or some shit like that. This is on like a whole other fucking level. And I Another... think that's like the, uh, the only thing that ties our two movies together is a severed tongue scene. Because both of them have a, a scene where a, a tongue is either bitten off or is uh, is pulled out of someone's Actually, skull. Well, no, they're both tied together by um, chemicals, by medicine. Oh, very true. Oh, dude, we're making fucking connections. That we're making fucking connections. Already. We're going. Yeah. So uh, smart, after this scientist <laughs> is killed, um, now the uh, the authorities are involved. And we meet these two detectives that get involved. We see them talking to our two main characters that we follow throughout most of the film. They're supposed to be, I guess, like one is a graduate student. And I guess the other is also right. It's like they're they're attending the college or whatnot that yeah, their little love story that they had going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but they are now attacked by this masked man. Love don't in, last long in this one. No, in broad daylight. <laughs> also, this motherfucker, like, he teleports. 
He like jumps and like teleports. Um, I I kind of like that. But he's time he, traveler. You can fucking yeah. Him. He can do fucking anything. He don't give a fuck. Um, fucking yeah yeah. Maybe he's show? just he's just traveling time to that other fucking location. Um, but these two cops start unloading their fucking handguns on this dude, and it does fucking nothing. And you know they both. I'm gonna just spoil it. They both do get killed. The first one gets it way worse than the second. Um, this is something I've never seen in a movie. Um, let's not spoil it yet. I want the people. I'll I'll describe <laughs> it as it happens, and the people that are watching live or watching, you know, they can they can see it as it happens. But have you ever seen this in a film? Uh, I mean, I thought you were gonna. Do, I don't no, want to no, spoil no, no, no. anything, but. I don't think I, I've literally racked my brain going through like different, you know, movies and stuff like that. I was like, dude, there has to be something, you know, like this. And it's hard to even come up with something similar to, to this scene, in my opinion. Yeah. So let's let's roll this one because this is one of my favorites. Um, so the cop loses his gun to the masked man. He sticks it in the cop's mouth and doesn't just stick it in his mouth. He breaks all his fucking teeth with the fucking gun. And not only does he break his teeth, but he ends up fucking blowing his brains out, too. Oh, it's just brutal. And, dude, the the visuals you get from this, that's a gnarly fucking scene. Yeah. When that dude is like falling down the wall, his mouth is open and he's still missing the teeth. Like you see the teeth missing and everything. And it's like, you know, we have that amazing, you know, uh, shot in the head type scene from uh, Darkness that is incredible. I mean, that to me is probably one of the best, you know, uh, you know, images of that. But this one here is 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 way it takes that up a notch because of that, like the sound and like the visual of the teeth breaking with the gun. And then to end it with the shot, it it really takes it and just, you know, I think the darkness one looks better as far as like the way that it's actually filmed. Mm-hmm. But this one is just fucking brutal on a different mean. Level, this is so yeah, very mean spirited. Yeah. I have just never seen them do the whole thing with the teeth being broken also. And like it doesn't cut <sighs> away. Um, like an Olaf and the other cop type. gets his face just hamburgered against the fucking wall before he gets his fucking head shot off too. Dude. No, he doesn't get shot. I think he fucking gets thrown against the wall so hard that the back of his, his head, head explodes. explodes. Oh my yeah. God. Even <laughs> There's like a big pop of blood on the wall after he gets thrown against it and he like slides oh down. God. This movie's wild, man. And you know what's funny? Like once in a while they'll do these funny effects too where they'll like slow it down, do like a freeze frame. Oh, dude, yeah. Um the clip that I posted on the Instagram at Bad Taste Video today, um, where the guy was getting his fucking guts ripped out, they do like this incredibly funny camera effect. I'm going to play it here. You have to see it. Grizz, you got to let me know. What do you think about shit like this in these types <laughs> of movies? Like, they're trying to get artistic here now. So, uh, this, yeah, this guy's intestines are getting pulled it's, out. Look, they're, like, doing, like, the forward and backward. Forward and backward. They do that as Then they do, they do, like, a close-up, like, freeze frame. Closer, freeze frame. Closer, so, freeze frame. What do you uh, think about that? I, I'm not mad attitude for this movie. Like, it kind of... It, it works with like the vibe of the movie and stuff. Um, it could definitely be done horribly wrong, 
like i think the way that they do it is kind of like unique and like it, it it's in the gory parts so it's like fucking cool and shit mm-hmm. um if it's like just like a stupid montage you're doing that too in the middle of a movie i don't really you know care too much for anything like that but I, I, for some reason it just it works in this movie for me like i wasn't yeah. like oh what the fuck or like this is stupid or anything. I was like, oh, cool. Fucking no, take it out. That fucking organ's getting pulled back and forth, you know? It yeah. Good. It, it just, it reminds me of like an 80s music video that you would see something oh, like, yeah, you sure. know, with like the fucking, you like that? Square freeze frame. I visualized exactly what you were talking about. There you go, man. I know you know it's up. But this is where the whole movie basically culminates. Uh, the final battle in this uh, scientific lab between this now revealed to be alien creature, um, which he looks fucking awesome. He's on the back cover and everything. Uh, it's between him and these three scientists, the one dude gets his guts ripped out. Somehow he's oh, able to fucking come back to life from that and still fight this yeah, guy. Yeah, that was that's that wild. was fucking weird. What a will to uh, live. But I also man. don't think that we actually mentioned that. Uh, the reason this whole like shadow man wants the fucking oh GT yeah yeah, medicine. yeah 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 why does he want the gt medicine man because dude he's from the fucking future yeah and it he's like a, a second race of he's like human 2.0 and shit that's yeah. basically uh a re you know a, a reincarnation of human beings after the the schmog of pollution takes over and shit like that of the future oh, that like no it's it's this is my theory here so it they evolved from alien bacteria that fell to earth oh yeah 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 that was true that it is part of alien bacteria yeah yeah so they want the gt medicine to basically use to accelerate the extinction of humans so they can take over sooner Sooner. they're impatient yeah they're impatient man i was gonna say because the, the original gt medicine does end human civilization the first you know human beings it destroys the planet like they were warned about like it it does actually eventually do that and that's how we get to the the fucking alien humans that are now populated but that that does make sense how they do this because want to like they want to make what happened happen fucking faster yeah so they have more time on it he's kind of he's shit. from 500 years in the future he says yeah. like they're 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 we're you. not too far off baby yeah man but uh unfortunately for him our right, dude. 37 years deep into that too. So we're fucking <laughs> <laughs> Our dude came up with GT Medicine 2.0. And this one has all the side effects cleared up. It does what it's supposed to do. And unfortunately for these uh, alien creatures, it also cleans them up. It uh, fucks him up in a way that I found incredibly funny because it gets kind of gooey. You get a little melty. You get some <laughs> like weird pulsating shit. And then we get like his his final exit from our plane of existence. And I really I love this. So we get his like alien hand melting. Also, like the effect that they do on him where it's like constantly like a blue glow and almost yeah. like digitized. It's fucking awesome. But he starts doing his whole like leather face spin and turns <laughs> into a giant white wall of light where he ceases to exist. So um, and that's when our doctor explains, nope, that's GT Medicine 2.0. Use this. It will help the world. 
Um, Meanwhile, he has zero organs in his body. Yeah, they, his they've been all were, fucking ripped out of him. Yeah, yeah he point. was literally <laughs> disemboweled about five minutes ago, <laughs> and he somehow had the power to fight this fucking super this being. Done, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, Biotherapy from 1986, quite possibly my favorite sci fi horror film of all time. Not only because it's less than a fucking television show. Uh, it's like only 35 minutes long or so, but because yeah. the story is awesome, the gore is awesome, the acting is like real. They use like real actors. It's not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Know, it feels like a Godzilla movie, dude. Yeah, like, this shit it, is it, legit, man. This is yeah. quite possibly one of my favorite things we've ever watched on Bad Taste Video. Uh, I mean, I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but this kept my fucking attention and I enjoyed every bit of it because this was like, if, if every sci-fi movie was like, as gory as this one was, I'd probably be a way yeah. bigger fan. Yeah, of the and uh, so. my my tape actually has behind the scenes shit at the end, which is awesome. Oh, that was cool. Uh, pretty yeah. cool, and it also has an extra trailer, which is pretty funny. Yeah, that um, caught me off guard. Like, what the yeah, fuck? yeah, what's up with that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Grizz, we're gonna shift gears now from the sci-fi, hundred yeah, uh, percent shift gears into the more realistic, I guess you could say, more um this one's more, A more artsy shit. yeah yeah um but this one i would say could happen i don't fear for my life from a 500 Ooh. uh a f i'm not it's not 500 years old but a uh alien being from 500 years in the future i don't really fear that but uh maybe you could take some wrong shit and uh, end up in this hotel room and uh, not have a not have a very good time <laughs> yeah so uh, a, a garden without birds Man, uh, I recommended this movie, and I, I think, like you, you said to me, man, I, I just skimmed through it, and uh, it's going to be pretty weird. It's going to be wild or whatever, um, but you really hadn't seen, like, the true gore that this movie, you know, had to offer. And then when you did, you were like, I was I was not expecting what, you what, know, I just what this really had, in, you know, what it had in store yeah. for me. Um, it's a great it's a great concept, and like Mike said, it's definitely more of a real story. Uh, we have a, a group of, like, they're strangers in a, and from what i can understand but they've all agreed to meet at this hotel room um these two different couples and uh at the hotel room is a dominatrix with her slave uh who are ready to party basically and to get this party started they uh they hand out a a drug and we don't know too much about the drug as far as as far as like you know what the contents of it are you know or what it's supposed to do but uh the way that they actually hand them out is is very sensual, and it kind of gives you an idea of like, is this movie going to be like one of those like super sexual Japanese I, movies? I, I or? thought that's what it was going to be, and it's and I it's, figured you would have. It's one hundred percent not the case. Like that is not yeah. the um that is not the focus of the movie at all. Hundred no sex is really there's there's like zero actual sex in this movie. So it's just a weird setting for all this shit to go down. But let's let's show the uh, the actual drug distribution here so they're doing like they must have watched like american uh rave films in the early 90s <laughs> where like everybody's exchanging ecstasy yeah, or, like, have some beans baby. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, like uh, so yeah they're all making out with each other by passing these uh looks like a just like a white powder in a in a clear capsule. gelatin capsule yeah yeah um uh, maybe it's creatine who knows um, i was hoping it's yeah, tough, baby. But this this kicks off like a wild series of events, and I could say that they all kind of have a bad trip, right? Or you could, yes. to say the least. So it's definitely a hallucinogenic 
uh drug but it also has this effect of uh you know kind of like making you violent or just lose control of your your own abilities in a way like just, it's just like a total to your, like like resort to like basic instincts or something weird yeah weird primal things happen and stuff um, but just from that one clip we showed you kind of get an idea from the music it's in black and white for most of this movie that it's a uh, it, it's like this very kind of like it's definitely it's like 27 something minutes long or some shit too it's like an art film that. in a way 22 you know 22 yeah Katsuri so like it, this is like a kind of like an art project but it's all like this super simple story based in this one room that just unfolds in fucking chaos and it's like it, it's beautiful in a sense some of the scenes and everything but it's also like fucking brutal and, and some of the gore as well it, it plays both sides of the spectrum here in this movie yeah that's that's for sure and like this is where everything starts really kicking off for the movie but you kind of get an insight into the people that you're dealing with uh, because they're all kind of like talking while this they're waiting for the stuff to kick in. And one of the dudes basically just like admits that he inadvertently caused a death that day, but he's like happy <laughs> about it. Like he wasn't, you know, he's not distraught. He was like pleased with himself. Yeah. And... He's kind of got off on the idea of like watching this girl die. Cause he didn't actually kill her, but no. his lack of action absolutely kills her but man this is a this is like the first real like big gore sequence we get in this movie and i was just like shocked and it's quite the stunt it's quite the stunt too so he's looking at this girl that fell off her scooter in the street and she's laying there while a looks like a dump truck or some shit oh giant box truck swerves around his car and ends up running this woman's head over and it just explodes like an Olaf Hittenbach movie, right? Just really brutal. Oh, oh yeah. Just dude, everywhere. Shoots everywhere. All this, it looks like paint. And third shots are equally as juicy too. It's that's, I was like, holy fuck, dude. So this, this dude this totally took me off. Guard. This dude's driving like a fucking huge ass fucking box truck. And uh, he comes probably within two feet of the car swerving around. He was really close, man. Like that was yeah. really close. And uh, I just, I wasn't, said, man. I wasn't expecting this. This is oh. just fucking madness. What do you, but then again, what the fuck was I expecting when there's a movie that you tell me that you want to watch <laughs> and it's during Japanese horror month. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's, weird, it's, man. It's gonna have some shit like this. So yeah, uh and, it gets even it's weirder. usually gonna be about drug fueled fucking yeah. ridiculousness and a lot of gore. Those are my two favorite and, kind of movies. And it's funny because like a lot of these Japanese movies, like there's no drugs involved. Like it's not oh, really it's a like a thing. Clean culture, you know. Yeah, and as far this, as drugs and stuff go. And even this, it's not like like in America, like you had movies like Ozone and shit around this time you know what i mean oh, where it's like dirty sure. and all that stuff people shooting up like in the fucking basement of this dilapidated hospital and it's it's not like that at all like it's quite a different image but things do i like get... how this is very classy drug taking though too this is like it's like a designer it, drug, it, yeah. yeah 
Yeah, okay. it's, and then like this very nice posh hotel where everything is white, which is a great setting for like all the mayhem that unfolds in this room. So, yeah. And, oh, and- oh, dude, you think about the, the, the. Okay, so as this is happening, the one dude starts like tripping balls, and he goes into the bathroom by himself. So, like, does his arm turn into a giant paintbrush? Yeah. Yeah, like a Videodrome type fucking sequence. I was trying to figure this shit out. I was like, what in the fuck is happening here? Because, like, his arm, like, just gets super long. And he's, like, painting all over this bathroom. These, like, fucking, like, birds and shit, dude. It was, because he's this is wild. He's supposedly a famous artist. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. One of them makes a comment. I didn't know that he's famous. Like yeah. that was that was something that was brought up like briefly, but he like thinks that he's painting this whole fucking thing, but that's that's not the case. Uh, it's actually his blood that's splattered all over the walls. Yeah. But he's shit gets killing himself in that bathroom gets, before they try to flush him down the toilet at one point. <laughs> yeah, his head is literally in the toilet bowl. The dude's like holding him up, like trying to flush him down. Uh, but <laughs> shit gets like even weirder after this because everybody starts having hallucinations. Right. And this one is really strange because it's shot like almost it's like different than all the other ones. Like they used a different camera. You know what I mean? Like the audio is different. Like everything is different about this. And it's like maybe if we were Japanese, we would uh, be like, oh, yeah, like this makes more sense. But like the character that is basically speaking to him here, like who the fuck was this? So like what I took from this is like. Uh, you know, at, at this point, the artist is dead, and weird shit is happening all over this fucking hotel room. And the dude who is having this hallucination is like, you know, being punished for his crimes. And this guy is like some kind of either like police officer, uh, or, like a Japanese know, official of some sort. Exactly, who is like telling him, like, dude, you're 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 fucked. We have we have witnesses, and then it's like. All the other hotel guests are like motel hell style. Yeah, buried. The fucking ground, dude. This is such a weird hallucination scene. But like, that's kind of what I took of him. He's like freaking out that like, I'm going to get blamed for all of this kind of thing. Yeah. So this dude looks kind of like Marilyn Manson slightly. Like a Japanese Marilyn Manson, right? And uh, this guy's like tied to a cross also. Oh, this um, guy looks beautiful, oh, dude. It's so cool. But it's like a really cool sequence because the sky is turned like a pink color. The black hole sun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was wide world of metal already. <laughs> so they're basically all just like saying like what he did. That's the whole thing here. He's like having these. I well, he didn't even kill them yet, but I guess he's kind of figuring. Well, I'm about to just let loose on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because after this hallucination he's like well fuck it if like you know i'm gonna get blamed for it i gotta like basically either like think he's gonna have no witnesses or he's gonna basically just like do whatever he fucking wants to do but i think this is the point where like you know mayhem starts because Everybody. the mistress yeah because the mistress is like is on to the fact that this dude's having like weird time and shit and that he's gonna potentially do something um, and she's like kind of like she was mad at him for about I can't remember what the whole deal was, but she was mad at him about something with the artist. So she told her like slave to like have his way with this guy. And like he goes over with the razor blade and starts trying to cut this guy's fucking throat. And that's when his girlfriend comes over with this fucking corkscrew, dude. Yeah. And just unloads on this guy's skull. 
Yeah, he he ends up sticking the corkscrew into this guy's head, and that but that doesn't kill him. A corkscrew a corkscrew this way would not just kill you. But uh, she's t- like turning it into his fucking head, and he's like standing there, just doing like the Ric Flair face or the Stone Cold, and he's like, "Get it out, get it out." He wants him to pull it out of his fucking head. And uh, he he does pull it out of his head, probably in the worst way possible. Oh he, my uh, god, the chill, bro! You gotta unwind it. He he oh, takes like a cold, collects all the fucking brain blood out of his head. Dude. Yeah, as this dude's in like a fucking banana hammock, hanging thong, uh, hanging thong, oh. hanging dog. There, uh, he, he takes like a dog. he takes like a silver dollar sized like piece of his skull out. It's oh. fuck. He uncorks his fucking head. It's really he gets uncorked. It's really fucking awesome. Uh, I made my skin crawl the first time I saw it. I was like, oh, the fucking chunk, bro. And I could like feel it in my fucking head. Imagine getting like a piece of your fucking skull removed like that. Just like ripped out. Ugh. Um, But, but that's not the end, man. It's, it's down to just this dude and his girl. And uh, he really has like gone over the edge. Right. Like he is completely lost now. He has no semblance of sanity. And they do a a room shot and it's just everything white is covered in fucking blood and bodies. And it's really just like the only things moving at this point are like, like you just said, him and his girlfriend and stuff. And it's like at at one point I'm thinking they're going to have this like romantic embrace. Like this is going to be like them two surviving the night to survive the trip or something. But I was, I was mistaken. No, no. He actually goes and he like chokes her (laughs) and he thinks he kills her, but she actually wakes up and grabs a bottle and breaks it. And is like about to attack him. And he like sees it. And you think maybe like they both, like she was going to drop the bottle and he was going to be like, whatever. And they were going to like leave. Like they both came (sighs) to their senses, but that is not the case. Um, they're like looking at each other like she's smiling but uh he ends up getting a lamp and just starts bashing her head in with the lamp and you just see like gushing blood come out and this whole thing is in black and white like it's all in black and white and i don't want to say what i think he's gonna do at this point but uh this is pretty fucked up man and you see like she's still alive she's not even dead She's Wild. just like watching the fucking city. And at the end, like, isn't she like the last one that's actually like she takes the drug, the pill in the end again? Yeah. Yeah. She's the only one that's actually still alive. Um, and then, yeah. And like, so she like is just sitting in this room full of dead bodies and just decides to like re up and take another fucking dose of this fucking pill. Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck is well, this? Well, the weird thing too is that while all of this is happening, like through all the violence and stuff, everybody just looks very happy. Yeah, nobody's nobody pa- looks nobody's panicking. terrified. Yeah. Nobody's screaming. Everybody is so calm and just very happy with everything that's happening, even if it's happening to them. It's just like there's a scene where like the one girl is like making out with the other girl and like gets her tongue bit off or the other yeah, girl like bit her own tongue off. But she doesn't scream. She just kind of like looks no. at her like kind of fucking weird and like steps away. Spits it out and then the only, blood's flowing everywhere. The only time that somebody freaks out is the dude with the corkscrew. That's the only time. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, to get it out of his head. Yeah, that was the only like that was the only yeah. time where someone like actually looked like they were like in pain or freaking out in yeah. any fucking way. Because everybody else who dies is just like, hi, I'm I'm okay with maybe, this. <laughs> maybe it's because it was like, oh no, I was gonna say maybe it's because it, like it's a brain injury, but she gets hit in the head with a lamp and she still looks like she's smiling. So, yeah, she's man, with it. this is something. I mean, we, yeah, we watch this on fucking effed up movies. Um, I would say watch it. It's fucking wild. It's yeah. really like, it's a cool thing. It's it's super low budget. It's kind of artsy, but not in a way that you're gonna watch it and be like, ugh. You know, you're not gonna, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Boring. No, anyway. no, it's it's in black and white. There's only a col- like a couple color sequences, and like it's really the hallucinations are in color, right? I think that's what it is, yeah. and everything else is in black and white, which is fucking a pretty cool idea. Like that's a pretty cool uh, little thing Great to have. Core. But, uh, great blood flow. I love how like when people get injured, like the blood is like prevalent and like flows like really fast. That's something cool yeah. about the way that looks. Uh, um, I think, dude, this was a home run in my opinion. It has all the aspects of like it's short, kept my attention. Mm-hmm. It's drug fueled. It's fucking violent. There's fucking boobies. It's like this is fucking awesome, dude. I love it. <laughs> I, I really think we we had a good week this week, man. I think we were blessed oh, with two great around. short yeah. films. Um, it's been a good we, month. Yeah, Honestly, we, it's been fucking cool. We recommend every fucking movie that we watch this month. They were all fucking wild. Brendan Timmons is saying we should watch uh, Red Account, My Bloody Angel. Um, we will take that <laughs> into consideration after reading uh, the rest of your description. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, we have one more movie left this month. And I figured, man, I want to do another one of my favorites. And that's going to be 1996's Organ. Uh, this is actually the Japan shock video, whatever the fuck these ones are. This is a pal tape, but it has English subtitles. So uh, this movie is a real movie, quote unquote. It's like a real movie, but uh, I, I really like it. I hope you like it. Uh, unfortunately for you, I think this movie is like an hour and a half. Um, I've started watching an NFW movies before yeah. about halfway through and I've, I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. So I think we're yeah. going to have a good time next time. Yeah. I, does it have uh, here a Yakuza run body parts ring, weird experiments on living human bodies, and a high demand for schoolgirls' virgin blood? These are the main ingredients for this biopunk splatter fest that has to be seen to be uh, to be believed. Yeah. It's dude, uh, dude. the main ingredients of a great fucking movie as well. So you can yeah, expect is, uh, fun next week. This is going to be fucking awesome. You can watch it. Uh, well, you could see us speak about this one and we'll have clips as usual uh next week at 9 p.m eastern standard time on our youtube page youtube.com slash at video like i said 9 p.m eastern standard time next week organ from 1996 i'm sure if you look hard enough you can find that online somewhere uh but grizz it's time we head over to the wide world of metal and what do we have this week dude uh i was looking for something trying to find something cool um, and then I stumbled across this release from this past fall. Uh, the band is Iron Mind uh, uh, off the uh, new EP, Assume Your Ultimate Form. Uh, this fucking song, man, as soon as I sent it to you, I was like, what about? What do you think about doing this one this week? And you were like, that's the one. Don't yeah, let, let, stop, stop looking. Yeah, that's I what I want to cover. Uh, the song is called uh, Spiral of Debt. And this is just fucking awesome hardcore from australia dude like i have just been recently getting like super into 
the the thrashier crossover side of hardcore um and this song is everything that i love about the genre and nothing that i've ever like used to really despise about the genre i'm really yeah. coming around a little bit see man, i'm not gonna lie are you gonna give power trip another shot now I love Power Trip. Oh, oh, I've always do. been a Power Trip guy. <laughs> I was going to say, this this song reminds me of like uh, a Power Trip song. Power Trip, Fugitive, dude. Like I'm a big fucking Dead Heat fan. Um, I, I, I fucking dug that Brat fucking band that we just covered and shit. There's lots of that kind of stuff that I've been like uh, just kind of really digging. Even that fucking Drain band I think is kind of cool. Some of their shit's a little fucking cheesy for me, but like... You know, some of that shit fucking rules too. So and you I'm trying to, to expand my horizon. You used to make fun of me for listening to hardcore I did, bands dude. and shit. No, man. I'm not going to lie. There's still an aspect of it that, you know, if it's that like old school NYC mad ball style, you know, hardcore, like that, I don't know, that like tough guy, simple. It, it, like the less well, of the, you, the less you, thrash influence it has, the less that I like it. I was going to say, you, you like the more metal stuff. Then, then yeah. the more metal influenced hardcore than you do like the punk stuff. I get it. I get it. That's I think that's it right there. I'm not a punk fan. I don't listen to any punk music. Yeah. So when it has that feel to it, I'm just like, oh, this is kind of lame for me. But when it has that like thrashy heavy metal thing, I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, let's kick some ass. This is fucking. <laughs> oh, I get fuck it, yeah, dude. So. I gotta get you to listen to like the earlier, like the pre, um, as real as it gets, sworn enemy albums, where they all just like are like fucking like mosh music like this and shit like dude, yeah put me yeah. on dude fuck yeah all right so let's hit let's let's hit this first clip here uh as soon as i played this and saw the video i was like this is this is it man this is it <laughs> and i was a little louder Awesome video. Are just ass, man. It's all just terrible shit. Oh, there it is. <laughs> this is an is awesome video. <laughs> this video is just a compilation of the shit that we send each other in the group chat. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the vocalist kicks ass on this. It's just like, uh, you know, I don't know. There's just this. It's just really fucking appealing to me like you said this is very power trip esque in my opinion and uh the band's been around for like fucking 10 years they i guess they're like you know the biggest hardcore band in fucking australia um you know i've never you know heard of them until now or whatever but this is off their their latest album or their ep i guess it would be it's just a two-track album mm -hmm. um but both the, both the songs the assume your final form and the spiral of dead track are are fucking killers dude. yeah that same driving energy fucking like in your face vocal delivery where it's just like you know take no fucking prisoners kind of a vibe to it that's that's what i like about it it's just like it's kind of tough guy shit man i don't know yeah. it's, it's cool dude, dude one one thing i gotta say that you missed the fuck out on was playing in a hardcore band in the early 2000s a lot of fun i'm sure had dude, a lot of I'm... a lot of stomping a lot of a lot of two gauges <laughs> i could go back i'll get you the i'll get you the military hat i'll get you the black military Good. hat that was like a thing at the time uh rocket actually no people are just wearing flat brips fucking yankee and met hats and shit uh but let's roll the second clip here i i just i love this shit this makes me want to play shows again I have shorts like that, by the way. Oh, I'm 
<laughs> I've never seen you with shorts in my life. So. <laughs> Only Michelle has. <laughs> but like you're just saying, like it makes you want to play shows, dude. Like whenever you see like bands like this have like kick-ass, like fun, you know, like their their concert looks like it's a great fucking time. And that was another thing that I, I read when I was reviewing the band, like reading some of their shit, is that people were like one of the fucking funnest bands you'll see live. Like, yeah, they just well, fucking put it down every single fucking time. Well, that was like I respect it about hardcore bands, dude. That's one thing I've noticed is that like, you know, great frontmen who fucking get the crowd into it, and like that to me is a big part of like th- those bands that I like. You know, they have to have that that power yeah. person who's gonna like fucking do stupid shit on stage to make everyone fucking get down with it too and just have a good time yeah yeah man like that's why we used to go see trash talk like i wasn't a huge trash talk fan but like every time you'd go to the show like it was a fucking awesome time like it was crazy we'd go to some fucking piece of shit place that you knew you were gonna get like hammered or whatever and like have a good time like you would see some shit that's that's those were fun shows like i mean i had a I, of course, have a good time going and seeing, you know, death metal bands and all that shit. But it's like a completely different vibe. Let's just like yeah. fucking stand in there. People trying to look hard. It's like, eh, I'd rather see. I'd rather see two guys try to fucking like gorilla hammer fist each other in the head and then like, <laughs> like kiss each other after. Like, I, I'd rather see that. <laughs> Dude, did you uh, did you did you read anything about, uh, you know, the bar in uh, New York City closing down? Yeah. dude i don't get how they didn't have yeah st vitus was shut down by like the fucking building department or whatever they didn't have like these fucking necessary permits like stuff like being a food and beverage venue like how do you right wasn't that one of them like how do you not have that that under the radar yeah um what was the other one like it was an occupancy thing and then there was another one where i was like you're a bar that has shows how do you not have that like that's a that's like a and like to have thing. like a touring artist show get shut down by the police because of like the venues, you know, mm-hmm. unwillingness, not unwillingness, but just, you know, unwherewithal to actually have their shit taken care of. Just like, dude, that's I'm, ridiculous, I'm not, man. I feel for those bands, man. I'm suck. not, I'm not one to like be the bootlicker, you know, and say like the government's right and shit doing that stuff. But like, if you own like a fucking establishment like that, that's serving fucking alcohol and all that stuff, like you probably should have some sort of like oversight and, uh, at least somebody looking but to see you're doing the right the thing. The bands, not the fucking bar, dude. Cause yeah. it would suck to be a touring band well, and try to get paid for that. And, and... Yeah. That's it. That's, that sucks to lose that place as a venue. I don't think it's going to be forever. It's probably going to fucking no, gonna get everything not, sorted. Exactly. It probably is sorted out by the time we release this, but, uh, that imagine. does suck. There is a lack of like awesome venues. I feel like in New York city, at least by the time I left, there really wasn't, uh, too much left. There was like the great, um, like a wave of just all the small bars closing, the smaller venues closing, this yeah. and that. Like that shit sucks. Um, I know one is closing on Long Island, like a place that a lot of people played. Um, hey man, I guess uh, it's one of those things that the older the, the older you get, the more you remember uh, closing. You, you know, die. <laughs> yeah, like, shit, dude. Like almost every venue that I went to when I was in high school is closed, is gone. I, I oh yes. Yeah, so- don't Here know if there's anymore. i don't think i could think of a single one that still does shows i mean the hicksville vfw hall is still there but 
They don't yeah, do we shows. Used to, oh, man, we had an awesome skate park, Extreme Wheels, here in Buffalo that they'd have, like, just all kinds of, like, punk and metal shows at, like, right on the fucking ramps and stuff like that. That's Dude, sick. people would be skating while the fucking bands are playing. Dude, that was an awesome, awesome venue I wish I got we could a, bring back. I got a funny skate park show uh, story. So uh, when me and Anthony were in our band years ago, this was maybe, like, 2008, 2009, something like that. We were going doing like a weekend tour. We're playing in like the middle of fucking nowhere, Pennsylvania, um, with our buddies band. And we roll up to the show and all of a sudden we see another band from Long Island that we knew pull up. <laughs> we're like, dude, what the fuck the are you fuck? guys doing here? They're like, Oh, we got put onto this show last minute. All of a sudden, like we realized there was more people from Long Island there than from this fucking Pennsylvania town. But it was in this really nice, like, in, well, not nice, but like a good indoor skate park. Dude, I, I shit you not, it was one of the f- most fun shows that I've ever, like, fucking played. Those are done, usually how whatever. it goes, man. The ones and, you least expect are the best. And to top it off, me, Anthony, a couple other people from the band were sitting in a pizza place. We're, we're looking out into the main street, right? Like, it's small town Pennsylvania. We see a kid. No shit, no shirt on, long hair, shorts, dime bag Daryl, fucking Dean guitar. <laughs> well, no, it would have been a Washburn at that time. Washburn guitar playing, walking down the street. Oh like he, God, like just some awesome. kid that lived there. Like, fuck, I was, cr- I was dying. I was dying. That's the amazing. shit you see. A, a legend. Dude, the shit that you used to see in these fuck. I mean, I'm sure it's still fucking funny. And I'm sure there's still stuff, but I feel like with like, um, you know, Instagram and all that, like people are more plugged in. So you may not get yeah. as uh, oddball stuff as you used to. But man, you used to see some wild shit when you would play in these like yeah. fucking small towns and middle of nowhere places. For, for me, it was always like the best shows were house parties. Whenever I ever play, dude, if we had a show at any house party, whether it was like a college town or some shit that was in like a fucking dorm house mm-hmm. or, or like, I mean, like a frat house or some shit, or we just had like some dude's house that was throwing a party somewhere. Those were always the the, the fucking ragers Oh yeah, where it was. Uh, we had a, a great punk house here in Buffalo uh, that recently got sold off. It was called Birdhouse. And it was, it was basically like a punk squad house, man. Like you could just fucking go and stay there, but they'd always have like, huge fucking shows in the downstairs living room area and those were like the wildest fucking shows that you could go to man they were just super fucking fun Uh, there's just something about the vibe of just like that bring your own beer people just hanging out having a good fucking time and then like a killer fucking band playing i remember playing we played at a, a friend's living room during a house party brought fucking two full stacks two eight by tens Dude, I'm playing. There's a picture somewhere of me when I, I was like very overweight at the time. Pair of like red short shorts, no shirt on, sweating like a hog. But like <laughs> I just remember looking at looking at my other guitar player as we're playing, and like both of us looking over to the china cabinet and it's swaying. And like, yeah, <laughs> coming at you. I'm like, <gasps> oh, I mean, it's like please. It didn't fall over, but I remember being very nervous about that happening. Surprisingly, <laughs> I'll, I'll, nothing, I'll. nothing broke, nothing broke. But uh, Grizz, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week. Um, yes. We had a great time covering biotherapy and uh, a garden without birds. Two movies yeah. that we probably wouldn't have covered on their own. Um, but thankfully together they form the Voltron of 
low budget <laughs> Japanese horror. So Grizz, next week we will be covering Oregon from 1996, and you can watch that next. Well, you can't watch Oregon. You can watch us cover Oregon, um, cover each other's Oregon. I don't know, but uh, that's going to be next, <laughs> next Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube.com/slash at Bad Taste Video Podcast. Chris, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Cade underscore Enabler, and you could find me at Bad Taste Video, and you could find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com if you want to subscribe to our patreon we have some shit up there uh it's really just a donation for us to keep the lights on because i just got the notification that our, our domain is going up for our uh our costs are going up but it's okay i'm not you you'll have to like take badtastevideo.com from me when i'm dead that'll oh, uh yeah fuck that shit so yeah next week 9 p.m eastern standard time we'll be covering oregon a fucking wild film to end our japanese month and we are gonna go into march booming with something i'm sure but i want to thank everybody for coming in the chat i want to thank everybody for listening at home i want to thank everybody who's going to watch later on because we do keep these up right away so you could go to our youtube page and watch previous live shows sure all right grizz is there anything (laughs) else that you would like to mention thank you everybody for uh for coming and checking out the videos tonight and everybody listening in uh the podcast streams. You guys fucking rule. Fuck yeah. We will see you next week with Oregon.